Hey guys, and welcome to the podcast. This is the, um, the Whoa, Let's Talk About podcast. My name is Alina, I'm your host, and I am so excited for this. And I'm also excited that it's spooky season. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but this podcast, the whole month of October, during our episodes... We're going to be sharing scary stories. So if you guys have any scary stories, send them to us and we'll read them on the podcast. Um, I'm excited about that. I love like scary story, not too scary, but, and, um, I just, and I just love it. I'm excited. I also can't believe that it's already October. It feels like it was just August. Before we know it, it's going to be Halloween. It's just going to fly by which is crazy, um, so I am so excited for this, make sure you like this podcast, share it, whatever you're listening to, wherever you're, wherever you're listening to it, um, let us know you're, you like it and you're listening, um, so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get into the podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to the Well, Let's Talk About It podcast, and um, let's go ahead and get into it. It's October. We're just going to get into it. First, before we get into it, though, I have a joke, a dad joke. So, what did the ghoul say to the vampire? What did the ghoul say to the vampire? And this is what he said. He said, you really suck. <laughs> oh, if you guys have any dad jokes comment them and maybe they can be featured in the episodes so today marks the very first episode of our spooky series and I'm excited about it um I made the mistake of reading these last night um yeah that was not a very good idea so if you know light your fall scented candle get your coffee go or your wine whichever you drink and let's get into this so, um, I actually saw this the other day, and it, it, I never thought about this, but, um, research shows that since, like, quarantine and lockdown, paranormal reporting helplines have faced a huge increase in calls. Um, first of all, I didn't know there was a paranormal helpline. Am I, am I just dumb? Because I didn't know that was a thing. They like the Ghostbusters. No, I, I, I did not know that's a thing. It's cool that that's a thing because, you know, half the time you are like, well, the police will think I'm crazy. Who are you going to call? going to call the Ghostbusters. But since, um, like, this was, like, last year, since lockdown and stuff, the paranormal calls have increased a ton, which is actually kind of scary because they're home. They actually realize that there is actually something in their house. I also will say I'm very skeptical I I um I don't just hear ghost stories like oh yeah I totally believe that could happen like I'm very skeptical I'm like eh. and um I do believe that so many times things happen and your brain just goes oh it was just this oh it was just that but like if your brain didn't do that like how do you know if it like really was something or if it was just a noise that's unexplained like you just you don't know and um so many times I'm just like, oh, it was just this, blah, blah, blah. But now, after reading these stories, I'm like, well, what if it wasn't? 
like what also I have a dog so that helps me a lot because if I did not have a dog um I could not be reading these kind of stories because they're all like you should get a dog for ghost and blah 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 yeah um I'm glad I have a dog and if you do not have a dog you should really get one um so yeah that is crazy though about the headlines I'm trying there's nothing really nothing's happened to my knock on wood I'm gonna knock on that wood right now because I'm not even gonna say that <laughs> so um we will have more guests on the podcast too but we do not have one today so it's just me we get to hang woohoo okay so the first thing I wanted to share with y'all is that um I found this and I thought that it was really interesting and there's a lot of these I'm just gonna read them all so BuzzFeed asked people to share their creepy or spooky events that they've experienced in their lifetime they just asked like a bunch of people and um these are some of the responses that are in there crazy and some of them make me get goosebumps and um I'm gonna read them to you and we're gonna read them together and some of them are a little bit longer than others but they're pretty short so these are just from random people that have had experiences with this so this is the first one I don't believe in ghosts at all However, I worked in a building with a keypad locked door. On video, at least five doors were violently thrown open in the same hallway, seconds apart. There were cameras on both sides, and neither showed anyone there. And there, were, and there was an enclosed building that would not have allowed the wind to blow them open. Plus, there's a keypad. I 100% cannot explain what I saw, even today. But I ended up working nights in the building alone without ever seeing anything weird. I did on occasion get hair standing up on my neck and feeling a bit watched. That was the first one. Okay. First of all, if you feel like you're being watched, you're being watched. I feel like your gut definitely knows. And if you feel like you're being watched, you probably are. Because your gut knows, man. And if your hair is standing up on your neck, you... There is definitely something going on there if your hair's standing up because that you don't control if your hair stands up on your neck like that's just a internal gut feeling always go with your gut people if you feel uneasy you it's probably something go with your gut man um i would not agree to work there at night um Heck to the no, no, I would not work there at night, no. I would have probably quit anyway, that's that's weird. I know technology can be weird sometimes too, but like, come on. That's just really weird. Very weird. I just saw Shay. Hmm, okay, whatever. Um, and yeah, that was the first one. Let me know if you've had a similar experience, because if that was my job, like I said, I would definitely not agree to work there at night. And I would definitely not agree to work alone. Heck to the no. Okay, so this is the second one. Um, I'm going to read this. And this one's actually more strange than spooky. It's just weird. So it says, this didn't happen to me but to my friend. He had a doctor's appointment and took his dad with him. It was in another town about a half hour away. And since the appointment was for 11 a.m., they left at 9.30 to give themselves plenty of time. They pulled into the parking lot at 10.30. My friend says he remembered checking the clock in the car when they arrived and remarking to his dad that they made good time. They went into the office and the receptionist pointed out that they were a little late, but that was okay because the doctor was running behind. My friend told her that he had an 11 o'clock appointment, but was actually a half hour early. She pointed to the clock in the waiting room wall, which said 11.15. 
My dad checked his watch, 11.15. My friend ran out and checked the clock in her car, 11.15. Somehow, in the few dozen steps from the car to the office, they'd lost 45 minutes. When they got home, my friends verified that they left home. My friend's mom verified that they did leave at 9.30 and there hadn't been heavy traffic or delays of any kind. It's still a mystery to this day. What? Okay, excuse me, what? Um, some of these I haven't read all the way to, so this is like my first time reading a lot of these. But seriously, that is like one of the things that spooks me out. Like I'm scared that's going to happen to me. But that's just weird. Have you ever felt like the time has just gone by so fast? But that is really weird that, like, you saw that on your clock. Both of y'all saw it on the clock. You went there, and then you went back to the car, and it's not like, oh, your clock was wrong in your car. Because they went back, and it was right. And, like, the mom, like, they left at 9.30. So, then you think, well, is there something, like, paranormal in changing your clocks? Like, can they change your clocks? I don't know. That's kind of creepy if, if they can change your clocks. It's kind of creepy that they can, if, if they can, if they can do that. Ugh, that's just so, that's weird. That's just not even spooky, it's weird. Well, it is spooky if there's like something in the car making the clock. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think is, that's happened. But yeah, I definitely felt like time's going by fast, but I don't know if that has never happened to me. Alright, so this is the next one. We're just reading all these. These are, some of these are good. <laughs> um, so this one. When I was about 15, I was home alone in my house at night. That's the first red flag. You, mm-mm. First of all, home alone, teenager, and at night. Red flag, red flag, red flag. It was just me and my three dogs. Okay, that is good because she has three dogs. Okay, so that makes it better. If you had no dogs and you were home alone, that that's a little concerning. But she has three dogs, so, you know. Okay. My dogs are normally very lazy at night. All they would do is lie in their dogs' beds, chilling out until bedtime. But for some reason on this night, they all became very agitated at the same time. They kept running into different rooms in my house and growled and barked at empty corners. Something that they have never done before and haven't done since. I checked the whole house and never found anything. I don't believe in anything supernatural. But that night, I slept in my parents' room with the door locked, a knife next to me, and three dogs on the bed with me. No. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, I 100% believe that dogs know. They know. So if all your dogs are growling at corners, no, I, if, oh my gosh, if that was me, I don't know, I, I would call somebody to come pick me up. I would spend the night at somebody else's house. That, no. Oh my gosh, if that, if my dog started doing that, if he like hears something and barks, sometimes I'm like, what is he barking at? There's nothing. And it's like, oh, okay, whatever, he just heard something. But like... If it's at night and they're all barking at different corners, no, no, I'm gone. I'm gone out of the house. I am going to the neighbor's house. I'm getting somebody to come pick me up. Oh, my gosh. At least she had a weapon to protect her. <laughs> um, but, 
Oh my gosh, I I can't. (laughs) Okay, next story. I love reading lots of shorter ones because I can read more. Okay, so let's get into this. This one's a little bit longer, so let's get into it. Just really put yourself in the mindset of this and you'll be more scared. Put yourself in the mindset. When I was younger, my friends and I went trick-or-treating. We passed a man who stood still with the mask on, holding a lantern. As we walked past him, he turned his whole body around and followed us with his eyes. We were creeped out, but there was plenty of people around, so we made our way to the next house. My friends and I saw him again as we made our way from house to house. He seemed to be following us. In typical horror story form, he walked so slow we couldn't figure out how he kept up with us. At one house, we didn't see him for a while, got our candy, and as we turned around to walk back to the street, the masked man stood in the road waiting for us. Immediately, we knocked back on the door and told the owners of the house about it. The masked man continued walking down the street, and we didn't see him again that night. Later on, an adult friend of the family told us he heard the masked man saying, I am looking for people. Um, no. No, I heard a similar story like to, to this on the Unsolicited Advice podcast. If you have not watched that podcast, you definitely need to because it is so flipping good. They read scary stories in October too, and that's what made me think of this idea. So shout out to them. It is absolutely so good. But one of the stories was like this, and oh my gosh. You know, and it's also like, do you know, do you know if it's just Halloween or is it like, is it somebody that has bad intentions? Like, do you know if they're just messing around? That's the thing about Halloween is you, you never, you never know what, if it's like good intentions, bad intentions, you never know. Okay, so buckle up because this is the biggest story we have on the podcast today. This is a little spooky and we cannot wait to read it to you. So let's get into the story. When Amber was just 20 years old, she moved into her one-bedroom apartment on her own. Well, at least she believed she was all all alone. The apartment was in a small town in Washington at the foothills of Mount Rainier, one of the most dangerous volcanoes in the world. On the night she moved in, Amber thought she heard footsteps in the attic. She brushed it off, telling herself that it was just her imagination being overreactive in an unfamiliar setting. I was lying on my bed and heard footsteps in the attic. They were very clear footsteps. I wasn't quite sure why I would be hearing that or where it would be coming from. But whenever you move into a new apartment, you seem to notice all the different sounds that particular spaces make. Um, And so I wasn't quite sure what it was, but it sounded like footsteps. That's when she noticed a trap door in the ceiling right above her head led to a crawl space in the attic, an attic that Amber wouldn't set foot in for the next six months. Amber wasn't home much as she worked three jobs, but when she was home, she noticed a few strange things that happened 
in her apartment. Weirdly, cans of soft drinks and soup, soups would go missing, a crime that Amber originally blamed on her brother, who lived three blocks away, and he had a spare key. One day, Amber's apartment flooded while she was at work. She had just bought a German Shepherd puppy, and she would keep her in the bathroom when she was out of the house. I came home, opened up the bathroom door, my puppy was in the bathroom sink. There's no way she could have gotten into the sink. She was just a little puppy. The toilet was far enough from the sink that she wouldn't have been able to climb. There's water all over the ground. It was a big mess. But she was sitting still in the sink. Someone had to have put her in the sink. Once again, Amber convinced herself that it was nothing. But then Amber became sick and had to take a day off work. For the first time in six months, she had not sticked to her original schedule. At 7 p.m. that night, Amber heard a loud noise in the bedroom, but put it down to being one of her pets. I just dismissed it because I have animals and they make noise. At 11 p.m., she drew herself a bath, turned off all the lights, and settled in for a long soak. No, why does she have to turn in the, off the lights? No. Naked in the bathtub, she looked up at the ceiling. And that's when she noticed the trap door to the attic was open. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. P pause. Can you just imagine being in the attic and then all of a sudden looking up and the door to your attic is just open. And a few things have already spooked you out. But now the door's open. And you're like, okay, well, how did that open? Because it can't open by itself. I didn't open it. Nobody else lives with me. If I came home and my attic door was just opened, aboard, I'm out of there. I am out of there. Everything just slowed down. I must have sat in the bathtub for 10 to 15 seconds. But it felt like five minutes. And I put it all together. I put it all together. I put it all together and I was like, Okay, the footsteps of first night, the doors being closed when I had left them open, the missing food, my dog in the sink. There's someone living in my house with me. No. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine being in there alone? It's at night. All the lights are off. You're in the bathtub. And then you realize that somebody's living in your house with you? Um, no. Amber slowly got out of the bath and put on her dressing gown. She knew the man who had been living in her attic must have been hiding in the wardrobe. Oh my gosh, not when she knows he's in there. She slightly walked, silently walked past the wardrobe and out of her bedroom. She had to walk. She had to walk past him? No. Oh my gosh. That's scary, but it's also kind of less scary than if it was just a random person, because at least you know, like, if they wanted to kill you, they would have killed you. Maybe. Oh my gosh. Not that she had to walk past this. I had to walk by the closet door in order to get out the closet where those mirrored doors, and I was very scared to see myself in the dark, knowing he was on the other side of the door. No. I'm not kidding you. I would have peed myself. Oh. Because she has to get out. That's the only way to get out. Oh, my gosh. 
If he would have opened the door, I would have seen him. I would have lost it. He's been living in my apartment for six months. If he wanted to hurt me, that's not just what he wants. He needs a place to stay. He's probably not a bad guy. Like, he put my dog in the sink. I don't want to freak him out. I don't want to scare him by screaming or yelling, because then he might hurt me so that he doesn't get caught. Whenever she got to her lounge room, Amber grabbed the phone and a hammer. She called her sister-in-law and told her that somebody's in the house. Then she walked out the front door with the hammer in one hand and the puppy in the other. Then her sister-in-law arrived at the house in minutes, and they phoned the police. By the time the police arrived on the scene, the man was gone, leaving, leaving nothing but a sleeping bag, a book, and some food. I don't know how he was getting in the apartment. I left a window open for my cats, so he could have gone in and out that way. I had a spare key. He could have taken off my keys and made a copy. Doesn't matter how. He could have lived there before me. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter now. Because he was in my apartment. Oh my gosh. Amber moved out the next day. Good for you, girl. I would have moved out too. She still hopes that one day she'll find the person who was watching her every move for those six months. She says her close call has taught her to listen to her instincts. Not that I want to make everybody paranoid, but listen to your instincts. Deep down, I knew what was going on, but I didn't trust myself. I thought I was just imagining it. Since I've learned to listen to my instincts, and if my instincts are telling me that something isn't right, then something is not right. And that's the story of somebody who was watching me for six months. Oh. Oh my gosh. What? Oh my gosh. I, 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 I can't. No. No. How is this real? How is this real? Obviously she knew that he was living there the whole time. But like, what if he's been there for years? What if there's somebody living in my attic? Oh my gosh. I do, I do not. I do not like this. No. That was crazy. Oh my gosh. If he would have jumped out the closet, like, so many things could have ended differently. Like, if she would have gone up there. Oh my gosh. Good for you, girl. She moved out the next day. I would have, too. What if there's, like, a contract? Oh, my gosh. Well, that is insane. That was crazy. That was scary. And, um, that's nuts. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. And thank you for scaring all of us and making us worried about if somebody's in our attic. Um, that was a lot of stories today, and I cannot wait to read more. And, again, let me know if you guys have any. Um, I cannot wait. It's fall fall leaves the cooler weather i don't like pumpkin spice i like apples cinnamon i don't really like pumpkin spice my favorite starbucks is a strawberry acai oh my gosh guys if you have not tried it you need to go try it um and again thank you for listening to the podcast and um we will see you next week with more scary stories bye guys